voted for Grammy of the Year, Album of the Year, Grammy nomination. Off one song, right? What the fuck? The only thing we heard was seven different fucking remixes of the same song. <laughs> was that was the whole album? Was that <laughs> that's what's being that's the nomination? The same fucking song with seven different versions of a remix? They playing their game. They playing their game. The fuck is I that? haven't heard nothing else from him or heard anybody else talk about anything from his album to where you would say this is a full body uh classical piece of work. It's designer all over again, just slightly a Different genre. Now I can see if his single was nominated, but you're saying the Absolutely. album, right? Yeah, single of the year Grammy nomination. Absolutely, album of the year Grammy nomination. When your album consists of the same song and seven different versions with seven different people on each song, <laughs> fuck out of here, man. And then it didn't really, really take off till the white until, dude got until on. Until white homie jumped yeah. on. I ain't never heard of no fucking Billy Ray Cyrus before this. I, I think I've heard, but of I like him. this verse though. You know what? Maybe it's the Billy Ray I've heard. That's a common country man, I boy thought, name. Yeah, I thought I thought when they said Billy Ray, you was just talking about any random white dude in the country. It's, that could be anybody. <laughs> that's just like Billy Ray. how they be like, well, you know, you're over there hanging out with Tyrone. <laughs> that could be any black man. That could be any Billy Ray, it's the same shit. <laughs> he did the song with Billy Ray. Oh, word. It's a oh, white word. dude, huh? You ready to lose your black card in this episode? <sighs> Come on, man. My shit is certified stamped and solid, bro. Ain't going nowhere. Holy shit. I know this movie off the back of my hand, nigga. You about to ask me what movie this from? We can know. But we got to let niggas know we blackity black before we go into this episode. Because um, the theme of this episode is basically going to be about, you know, when you want to speak your opinion, but it goes against what other people think, oh, and, your shit, black get to, and your black card get took. <laughs> now, my my black card don't get took when ever I stand from my per- ever nah, never? my black card don't get took because cause I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. Motherfucker, what's up? I'm a black motherfucker, nigga. What's up? What's up, everybody? This is your boy Flaw Seven Hundred, aka Flaw Claw Van Dam, aka Flaw Cigar. AKA your boy, dumb some goy. Uh. To me, to you. Done. Yo, what's going on, man? It is your boy, the coolest cat in the building. It's mm-hmm. Fresco. You understand what I'm saying? You can follow me on Instagram at Fresco Fame. And you can follow your boy on Twitter at Fresco Fame. You understand me? Anywhere else you want to get down, we can get down. You meet me there, better beat me there. You dig? And we are the Podcast Brothers. And this is episode 161. 161. Live from downtown. Shout out to Killer K, who was here last week holding it down in my absence. I was taking care of my toddler, man. Young boy wasn't feeling too good. Wasn't bringing him outside. I forgot I was going to kick them AKAs. I'm not even floss to go on no more, nigga. I don't do kickboxing no not, more, man. I don't you do been stopped doing. I've been this. Yeah, it's time to retire those AKAs. I forgot. I just got into a little rhythm, into a little groove. You got to switch it up now. You got to find something just as smooth, but with your current standard. Oh, shit, nigga. That's the police? <laughs> yeah, that's dope. The fuck they 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 <laughs> 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 hey, you can be as innocent as you want to be minding your business. The police show the up. Police. Niggas stand up straight. Nigga, that's the police. They did that last week. They just rolled past. And I thought they was looking at my truck. They stopped and pulled mm. back. I'm like, oh, what they doing? What y'all, you know what I mean? But obviously somebody, not obviously, but somebody was behind my truck. They was looking at You know, a good police officer would come into a local 
you know what I'm saying, stores such as a Starbucks and see that it's just a, quite a few people in there hanging out, you should buy us all coffee. That's what a that's what a local neighborhood policeman ought to do. But no. To win over the people? Or? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's mm. how you build camaraderie. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'll tell you something. <laughs> nah, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no police. Oh, ain't no police officer buying me no coffee. Nigga rolling over for a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. I mean, they see that coffee exchange, you will snitch automatically. Mm, you know what I'm saying? The cop done brought your cooperation. Plain, plain dress clothing, motherfucker. Don't come in here in your goddamn uniforms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so, don't pull up in that goddamn Caprice either. You want to talk about your week? You got one? Did you have one? How was your week? Um, my week was cool. Um, made a lot of moves. Got some shit done. Um, I landed that airport job. I was just about was to ask you. Wait a minute. Yeah, I made that happen. You feel me? Wasn't a dime you about to mind. fly in them friendly skies? I don't know yet, but I don't know what. I'm not going to be like on the plane like a uh, flight attendant. No, just in the airport. Okay. Uh, I ain't. Whew. That would be cool. I would do that. But no, nah, just in the airport, you know what I'm saying? So I've been uh, going through the motions. We're getting that up off the ground. Um, I saw that movie 21 Bridges with Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. It actually was pretty good. Now, granted, it was the plot of the movie that was good. It wasn't necessarily Chadwick Boseman. That could have been Tyrese. <laughs> it could have been Denzel. It could have been, <laughs> been Will Smith. It could have been fucking Chris Tucker. Ice Cube. <laughs> Not Ice Cube. Hey, kid of mine, he did Triple X. Kid of mine, Ice Cube. But he it, was still, he did Triple X, but he was still Ice Cube. You know what I mean? Ice Cube is always Ice Cube. He only not Ice Cube when he playing like those family movies, like Barbershop and shit like that. But any other movie, he Ice Cube. But, but yeah, it could have been anybody who did it. You know what I'm saying? And it would have came out the same. He went, it's kind of like watching... Captain America fucking be a lawyer. Like, nobody really wants to see that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know... Nigga, you Captain America. He's dead ass tired of being Black Panther. Like, he, he is. He would rather do these movies. He would rather do a Netflix special than do how he, Black Panther How again. he tired of being something that got him his biggest payday in all his films. And not only that, but... He really ain't been Black Panther that long. He really only did one movie. Everything else has been clips. But it was so huge. Maybe two. I give him Civil War too. He was doing that Wakanda forever. Like after the Black yeah, Panther movie was came doing out, that shit forever. he was doing that forever. <laughs> like every time you seen him, Wakanda forever. And it's and he I probably was it. at the grocery store and shit. Niggas on the party. Wakanda. Like yo, man, I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> like I, I get it because as an actor. You know, as soon as he was done that, he had other roles, other things lined up. Like, I'm not that right. guy, but that's how impactful that movie was. Right. I think was. if he had a choice to not do two and three, I think he wouldn't do them. I really don't nah, think he, he wants to do them. get paid like a mug. But one other thing I didn't like about the movie or any other movie is, like, when the good guy doesn't get, like, shot or, like, even punched in the face at all, like, doesn't even look like the enemy has the upper hand, I hate, I hate that. This nigga was running through the whole movie, like... This nigga was like ghost in mm. power. Like, he was just shooting niggas and on the move. He ain't get shot, grazed, slapped, kicked, clipped, like nothing. Like, no harm came his way through this whole movie. That's what happens when you call in the best. Man, the, the best, best of the best. Shot. The best get shot. I also watched this movie on Netflix called 16 Blocks with Most Death and Bruce Willis. That's an old-ass movie. I've never seen it before. That's not a Netflix movie, but it's on Netflix, yeah. Yo, why the fuck was most of that voice like that in that movie? 
He was making me very he upset. He was showing us his acting range. No, man, <laughs> fuck that. I wanted to punch him in he his throat. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I want to beat these kinks, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> I want to come to Bacon, see my sister in Seattle, and He's, I got somewhere I got to be, you know what I'm saying? His voice ain't too far off from that, but I guess he might have added a little bit of spice to it. I think he did. Yeah, because he was sounding because like that. He sounded like a drunk ass Mike Tyson. What what role was he playing? I I know it was about Bruce Willis trying to get him sixteen blocks up the street to. to he the was police. a witness. He was going to snitch. So on basically, some cops. he didn't he saw have some to some sound work. like that. He didn't have to. Like no, nah, he, he just to. was a witness. He was just a witness. He could have used his regular fucking voice. <laughs> I don't know if he was trying to emulate a nigga voice in Brooklyn at the time. Was I don't it, know. Is it based on a true story? Was there a reason? No, it this, was just, this shit was fully fictional. This nigga could have played his. Movie. He, he could have used, used his regular, his regular voice. fucking voice. This nigga was running around like I'm gonna make these kinks, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> shit, that shit had me upset. But it was a good movie though. I liked the movie, and um. I said, yeah, that was it. And tonight, a nigga is going out tonight, man. I'm going to go see Damon Wayans do stand-up comedy at the Stress nice. Factory. So that should be pretty lit. I never, I always wanted to see one of the Wayans brothers in live in action. And Damon is the funniest one. So it's lit. Shout out to the Wayans brothers, man. Y'all niggas sleep on the Wayans. <clears throat> excuse me. Y'all niggas sleep on the Wayans brothers. It's an underrated family mm. of comedy. It's a great, it's a great family of comedy. It's a great family of successful business people. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole family got that talent, and they, um, you know, used it to their best abilities. They ain't let it go to waste. They did what they had to do. Damien is the funniest one. Mm-hmm. And um, my week, you ask? Oh yeah, yeah. How about that shit? What was it like? I ain't really do much. <laughs> I do the same thing, man. It's just, and I'm actually getting bored with it. Honestly, just the same old routine. You know, after I leave here, let's go edit some podcasts. Then the weeks flow, kids, getting money. Got to find some fun for yourself, bro. Yeah, that's hard. Download, it's hard at this time. Download Groupon. <clears throat> it's, it's just hard. I, like, you know, I get it, I get phone calls. Say, I need help. Oh, I need extra help. Oh, can you do this for me? Can you do that? You better learn how to say no. Fuck that. I know, but sometimes when you all people got... Yeah, well, sometimes people learn how that's to like, get by with what they That's got. like I got a phone call. Hey, I'm, I'm moving. Can you help me? I got nobody else. It's like, how oh, no. I know, man. No. Whatever. Oh, shit. That's the cop right there? Yeah, that's the cop. And she beat your ass. Slap the shit out of that cop, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Slap the shit out of the cop. You know what I'm saying? Nah, so my weeks just consist of me just trying to find a little bit of free time and space in this busy life of mine. Download Groupon. Find you some cheap ass shit you can do by yourself. Might be. You can get a massage for the low. Feel me? You can get a motherfucking. I don't, yo, you want to start coming to the gym? You play me in basketball. How far do you hell kick no. your ass? Huh? That's the thing. I don't have. I don't have time for that. I have. I don't. I meet you there in the morning. What gym? LA Fitness. I don't have an LA Fitness. I can get I you in there. So I'm the man with the master. Plan. Ain't you like an hour away from me though? How are we supposed 30. to meet up? 30. So you going to come to the Planet Fit to the LA Fitness out my way? Because I got I, I still Valley. Yeah, I can do that. Okay, okay, that is uh, the one. I'm definitely out there. I'll think about it because I'd rather push these weights around and play basketball. No, I want to try to bring you into my world a little bit. Mm. I don't want to lift no fucking weights with you. I know, I don't give a but fuck I would rather make me look. My mornings, my mornings ain't complete if I ain't pushing, pumping iron. But um, hey, once again, it's episode one sixty one. And um, in this episode, the podcast brothers might lose their blackness, depending I'm on what you think about our opinion, because this is definitely going to be a black episode. 
And in this episode, we'll discuss if Charles Barkley went too far, Harriet Tubman being played by a white woman, T.O. versus Stephen A. Smith. But first, we're going to start the episode off with Miles Garrett versus Mason Rudolph, the, that situation. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer hey. had a very shiny nose. Do, 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 do. My man look like bro, man. Yeah. I just see a hairline. But um, Fifth floor. if y'all been living under a rock, if you've been living under a rock, you've probably seen this footage of this big fight that broke out about two weeks ago between the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Miles Garrett, who plays on the defensive end, went in for a sack against Mason Rudolph, Randolph, what's the hell is his name is? I don't know. Uh, Rudolph, and things got chippy. Um, Rudolph got sacked and then went to twisting the helmet, the helmet of Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett reti- uh, retaliated and ripped his helmet off. Um, a few other Pittsburgh Steelers was restraining uh, Miles Garrett, and then Ru- uh, Rudolph ran up on him again and got whacked in the head with a helmet. Miles Garrett has since been suspended indefinitely. Teams, players, and everybody has, has been fined. And they're making a big, big deal out of this about, you know, the black man beating down on the white man. <clears throat> but with that being said, before I get into my spew, you've had your opinion on, you know, this situation. Mm-hmm. Was who was who who was in the right, who was in the wrong? Should Randolph should have ran up on him? I don't know. What's what was your take? I mean, on? they both was wrong as grown ass men. I get why niggas was tight though. I think from the way that I looked at the play. I think that Miles Garrett did too much initially by sacking him to begin with. That would have pissed me off if I was Rudolph, too. What the fuck you slamming me for, man? The game is eight seconds left in this fucking game, and I passed the ball like three seconds ago. Get the fuck off of me. Slam me to the ground. So then he then tries to rip his helmet off, which wasn't a smart thing to do. But Garrett, I think, just took it way over the top. If he would have snatched his helmet off clean on the first yank, that's something different, but... He was yanking at his shit like like he was a little wet dog. Mm-hmm. And then he ripped his shit off. And then naturally, like, anybody's reaction is going to be to get up and, like, confront the motherfucker that just did that to you. If Rudolph was – if, if um, Garrett was going to hook off on him, he should have just dropped the helmet mm-hmm. and just swung mm-hmm. the punch. He could have just dropped the helmet. But the fact that he kept his helmet in his, ha- in his hand and swung that shit, he, he OD'd on that one. So for those that don't know, the NFL had just settled – a billion dollar settlement on the CTE scandal. That's where, you know, so many players have, you know, suffered head injuries throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And NFL had to write a big check, billion if not billions. Come up off that. So when Miles Garrett swings a helmet at somebody's head, the NFL got to take action. Right. So this is when I say, hey, we just might lose our black card. Because I, for one, cannot take up for Miles Garrett beating down a white man with the helmet. For the simple fact is that if I'm the NFL, I just paid out a billion dollars, and with a hit to the head like that, Rudolph can actually sue the Browns. Mm-hmm. He can sue the NFL. He can and press Garrett. charges. He can press charges against uh, Garrett yeah. and sue him. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's bigger than Nino Brown. Right. It's a lot bigger than Nino it's Brown. It's bigger than just oh Randolph started it. You should not have hit him with the helmet to his head. Luckily, you hit him with the soft part and not the hard part that would have knocked his ass Um, upside down. Somebody said unpopular opinion. 
uh, Garrett was really just trying to put Rudolph helmet back on him. <laughs> <laughs> now for I me, was just trying to put it back on. That's now it. for me, I hate when people play on the emotions of black people, and I spoke on this before. So later on down the line, of uh, Miles gets suspended indefinitely, and he goes and say, "Well, he called me the N word." But our thing is, and my thing is, everybody saw the press conference immediately after the game. Mm-hmm. He didn't say that not one time. No. He took full accountability of his actions. Right. But if he called directly you the, after the game, directly after the game, now if, if he, he called, called you the N word and what you did was was a result of him calling you that, then you would explain that right. at the very right first fucking interview. Yeah, right, right after then the game. Right there. He called me the N word, and I ain't having that. But what does he do? He took full to get black people on your side to get people to feel bad for you to get the NFL to take it easy on you. You play on the emotions of black people because we know that. Oh man, calling somebody the N word is like one of the lowest of the lowest. But even still, man, like people call you derogatory things all the time. Like he probably called you a bitch throughout the whole game. You let that shit slide, a motherfucker. Like he's saying it with the same intent of disrespect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It ain't like you ain't never been called nothing disrespectful before. You're a football player. Niggas talk shit to each other all the time. You a grown ass man on live TV getting paid cohort cash, thousands of dollars. You got a responsibility to look like to, to be able to control your emotions out in that field, man. Two things. This ain't the wild, wild west. Two only- things. I can agree with you, but I also can say that we not on that field in the heat of the moment. Let's just mm. I can we can say that though. Heat of the moment. If that's the case, dog. It's gonna if niggas. If niggas is allowed to react in the heat of the moment, high school niggas should be whacking each other in their head the most because they the ones who are kids and not all the way emotionally stable or not professionals. So that rage would be more likely to take over and be acceptable at that level of playing. And everybody would be doing it. But no, nigga, you got to keep your head. And even in football, I'll also say this. It's been known that pile-ups... Everybody, people get spit on. Dog piles, right. Dog, yeah, people, Fingers, people get spit on. on all of all that stuff. Of like, the, the worst you can name has happened in the pile. The worst things that can be said to you, done to you. So there's a lot that happens every Sunday, Thursday, and Monday in a football game. And, you know, you got to keep your big boy panties on and if just handle it. you can't take the heat, get the fuck out the kitchen. So for this right here to set Miles Garrett off kind of shows me that Miles Garrett just has a short fuse anyway. Right. Um, also, I want to read off the fines. Cleveland and Pittsburgh both was fined 250000 Oh, shit. Come up with that half a ticket. Miles Garrett was fined 45623 mm-hmm. But peep this. Mason Rudolph was fined 50000 mm-hmm. So he was fined more than Miles. Which is actually telling me that but I, he didn't get suspended though. That 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 helmet, that helmet throw. Right, but he didn't get suspended, so he's still getting paid. He just got to come out of his pocket. I know, but to me, what I read was right. I think they know Miles was the instigator. Uh huh. Not, not Miles because Mason was Mason, the instigator. Yeah. Rudolph, I mean, uh, Miles, uh, and Mason. Miles, you went too far with the helmet throw, so we got to take action because but we just paid out a billion dollars. Right. But we know that Mason was the instigator because every anybody can see he was trying to rip his helmet off first. What do they do with that money that they get from niggas paying their fines? First off, I want to read some more fines. Finding NFL players $3,500, man. It's just like, why even bother? Now, I don't know how much money these guys actually make, but I'm pretty sure they make about six figures the least. Mm-hmm. High six figures. So just to say, man, we're going to fine you guys $3,500. Like, what is that? Right. Like, come on. Like, you might as well not do anything. 
But um, yeah. Shit, Ray John Rondo got fined for calling thirty five thousand for calling a ref a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with that action. Uh, Cleveland fans have already turned this into a game. Cleveland tailgaters has a Mason Rudolph pinata, and they blindfold fans and they try to blindfold fans and they try to hit the Steelers quarterback dummy with the Pittsburgh helmet. Oh so Cleveland God. fans are already out there having a happy, happy, joy, joy time <laughs> with this situation. <laughs> so <laughs> they got to take something. They got to find some joy in something. It ain't like they're going to win shit. Did we lose our black car yet? Nope. Okay. Let's keep I don't going. Think so. You gotta ask the people. I call shit down the middle. I don't give but a you gotta ask people. You gotta ask people that because you know this people. week is is it's been about if you don't take up if you don't like something or or you don't side with certain people, people are quick to say, "Hey, you ain't black." So let's keep going. All right. To versus Stephen A. Smith. Uh, let's do a little backtrack on this. Colin Kaepernick versus SAS. Callan Kaepernick had a workout uh, about two weeks ago as well. Uh Uh, Things didn't go as planned. Stephen A. Smith got on uh, social media and said, ha, Callan Kaepernick don't really want to play. And that pissed black people off for reasons I don't know. It was just Stephen A. Smith doing with his job, basically. I'm a TV analyst. I'm a sports analyst. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to call it how I see it, black man or not, black woman or not. I'm going to call it down the middle. His co-host, Max Kellerman, Max Kellerman, uh, Kellerman decided to take the other route by uh, plagiaring. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Plagiaring towards black people. I'm trying to find the word. I don't know the word, but basically Max took the route of I'm going to play with the emotions of black people. Let's mm-hmm. keep this. Let's keep this trend going. Playing with the emotions of black people. Where Max gets on there and says, oh, it's Mason's fault. He started it. And what do black folks do? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of course it is. Man, Max know what he's talking about. Stephen A don't know what he's talking about. Right. And also, uh, uh, Max has some positive things to say about Kaepernick as well. So when you got Stephen A going against Kaepernick, it looks like this black man is trying to tear this black man down. uh, T.O. gets on the show. Uh, on ESPN and tells Stephen A that the streets is talking and Max is looking more black than him. Boy, did that Quote. piss D. Boy, did that piss T. Uh, uh, Stephen, Stephen A. Off. He said, "Hold the hell up. <laughs> Hold the hell up. Wait a minute. You crossed the line, brother. Let me tell you something. I um yeah I I so with all of that, I think that what the problem is, I think that people are trying to. People are more so on the side of Kaepernick holding his own workout individually, individually, uh, individually set up from the one that was done with the NFL, all the executives and everything like that that was supposed to come out. But it was certain stipulations to it that wouldn't have been to Kaepernick's benefit. You know what I'm saying? In a, in an instance of it, he can't have cameras in. There was no media, no stuff like that. And the scouts and the NFL personnel just just had you know whatever. They was using a scout or film. He wouldn't have none for himself. So he kind of hijacked it at the last minute and set up his own workout with his own media at his own location. And, you know, and he released the uh, workout to the world. So basically just so people can see that, yo, this is what happened. This is if I don't get a job and you can see that I'm clearly able to still play this position at a high level, 
then I want people to see that I'm able to do that as opposed to just doing it and closing it off and they coming up with some type of fucking conspiracy about how I can't do this or my workout wasn't this, that, and the third. So there's really no reason for them not to offer him a job at this point based on his workout and everybody being able to see that he still has the ability to play football. Um, Stephen A was on the shit like, he shouldn't have did that. He should have just set it up. If he wanted to play, just go with it, whatever like that. And I get that, but at the same time, I'm with it. I'm with Kaepernick. Like, nah, bitch, I set my own shit up. I don't really, I don't really fuck with the NFL like that on that level, so I'm going to just set my own shit up. Does that mean that Stephen A lost his black card, though? It don't, man. It don't mean Stephen A lost his black card. Stephen A has been a uh, uh, defendant of the African-American race on numerous instances. You know what I'm saying? He's never been... Uh, He's never been Uncle Tom. He might say some Uncle Tom-ish stuff sometimes. It sounds like it, but at the end of the day, he not. But is it Uncle Tom when you want to see the people that look like you do right? Like It's like calling out people to do better kind of makes you look like an Uncle Tom. Because I've never seen him... You know, be like a Charles Barkley. We'll get to him a little later, but I've never seen him be like a Charles Barkley. I've just seen him call people out for the dumb stuff that they do. Like, I want us to be better. Right. But also, sometimes, man, black people don't know how to handle criticism. They think everybody hating on them and shit. So when you tell a nigga different from what everybody else is saying, and it ain't to the nigga liking, then you're a hater now. Which is why it was funny and good for TV what T.O. said. And T.O. telling the truth. This is what the streets is saying. Social media right. streets, that is. Um, but all it takes is a white man like Max or anybody to get on TV and say, hey, oh. This is a this, fair for black people. This is a, right. He, he's fight. He's right for what he did. And we go, he's he's one of us. Right. He's a brother. Right. Or she's a sister. And as soon as a black man gets on TV and disagrees with something that another black person does, they lose their black card. Right. Um, you know, this is... Deeper than what's on TV from what you see. Like, people get on TV, they say a few things that can relate to black folks, and, oh, my God, they're one of us all of a sudden. And black and the black person, if you don't see eye to eye with an athlete or a public person, like, be honest, there's some people who are afraid to speak out on Obama. Mm-hmm. Just an example. Right. Like, you always got to say, he's great. Right. Because he's, he's great. Obama. Because if you say anything about- negative about Obama. Your car getting ruled. Your car getting pulled. Right. But before we go any deeper into that, is was there any time you felt like or somebody, anybody's, or that you felt like or did anybody ever say to you, yo, you acting kind of different or something like that when it's based on your opinion of another black person? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you sound like one, you sound like one of them. Like some shit like What's that. What's the example? You got, you uh, remember I one? Don't, I don't have one uh, per se, but I'm just, I just, I always stood on the opinion that right is right is wrong is wrong. No matter who you are, my friend, my homie, my whatever. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just because you don't like somebody don't mean you're right and how you, whatever you do to them in that situation. Sometimes, nigga, you wrong. Bitch, you shouldn't have did that shit. So, you know what's crazy? You know who we did that to? And I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. Remember uh, Ray Lewis? Yeah. We, I mean, we, we killed him last year. For what, for kneeling? No, well, he, he was doing some. Shit. He was doing some funny stuff in the light, but we was kind of like judging him as a black man instead of somebody who just don't agree with Kaepernick. You understand what I'm saying? But no, but then he contradicted himself. He said what he said about Kaepernick, but then he went out there and kneeled on two knees, <laughs> and then the nigga got on TV and said, "I wasn't kneeling, I was praying." Yeah. So it's like, no, nigga, that ain't the same thing. <laughs> no, yeah, no, fuck but that. See, 
Well, Ray Lewis, and I don't want to keep stay on Ray Lewis, but Ray Lewis beat a murder charge. Facts. And the Baltimore Ravens still fed him. Like, he still got to play football and make money for his family. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard. It, it's like loyalty. Right. He's loyal to the Baltimore Ravens. No matter, you know, what they say, what they do to anybody, he's loyal to the people that help his family, you know what I mean, progress. Right. I get it. But I, I think that something like Ray Somebody like Ray Lewis, and there's other situations to where, yo, if you don't agree with what we're doing, you're kind of like not black anymore. And I think we're like the only race that, you know, when you're born, people look at you. Oh, you don't look like a black baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, like and like. How you so light? Or you, or you, or, or you talk proper, right? Or or Why you talk so white. I've had three different women, right, reach out to me. And Return of the man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but guess what? They said the same thing, and it pissed me off. What they say? Yo, where you from? Trenton. All your life? Yeah. You don't seem like you're from around here. Why is that? So it's a certain way. I'm learning right. that there's a certain way that I'm carrying myself that doesn't kind of fit in with the status the quo of what of is going on in our neighborhood. Lived yeah. it all my life. Yeah. yeah. But I've had three different women point out the fact that you, I could tell by the way you walked me from around here type of vibe. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I had friends tell me that growing up. There was like a couple of people told me straight up, damn, yo, you from the section. My nigga, honestly, just by talking to you, I had no idea. Remember, remember we talked about with Dante about Boba Dirt? Yeah, nigga, we were, we wasn't dirty. So no, when no, they no. meet you and they like you from the section, section? right? I was, yeah, it was the fuck. Man. Why you look like that, bitch? What you, what you look like? <laughs> Shit out. What you, am me? I supposed to look like? Cause not me. I don't know. But um, so yeah, when it comes, so the T.O. Stephen A. Smith was a dope moment, and it was funny. But also, I think what when T.O. says, um, and in the streets they saying that. Max is blacker than you right now. First of all, are we really taking like Twitter opinions that serious? I think yeah. Because then I th- because everything on everything on Twitter is twisted into its own joke. So it's mm-hmm. not even what it was really about no more. It's just about the joke and the joke keeps getting magnified and magnified and twisted so many different ways to make it more funny each time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that's kind of a diluted statement in my opinion when you say in these streets, they saying you're not black because we all know just based on that opinion and everything we just said, people don't always just because people don't side with you don't mean you're not right or you're not or, or that you're wrong in that opinion. Just the masses are outwardly disagreeing with you on the surface layer of the conversation, but not really paying attention to you know the other details of it or other things that you've done in camaraderie for black people. You know what I'm saying? And it's not even about black people. It's not about Kaepernick being black or not. That's not Stephen A. Beef. It's just about how he handled the situation and how he feels he's lacking motivation to play by pulling that type of heist, which I disagree with myself. Listen, people, you can be black and not agree with, with every what black Kaepernick, cause. especially the Kaepernick situation. Right. You can be black and not agree with what Kaepernick's doing. Now, you some can't people, be cooning about this shit. Some people, and I know some black, some black men who think that Kaepernick was just using that as a way to get out of the 49ers. Or, you understand, like, you, like it, there's, some, there's a twist behind it. Because mm-hmm. I can go, okay, Kaepernick's got a workout. He's going to return to the NFL. Two things. 
Number one, are you going to kneel? Number two, are you not going to kneel? Right. If you're no longer going to kneel, then you did all that for nothing. Yeah. If you're still going to kneel, the NFL has the right to not want you on their premises. Yeah. This makes no it's a hefty sense decision, to me. decision, brother. <laughs> this makes no sense to me. So when get, either way, you're going to get booed your first game. If he, if he kneels, the white folk going to boo him. If he stands, the black people going to boo him. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. As much as Cap has done for the last three years, niggas will boo him quick. If he don't kneel his first game, <laughs> you <laughs> fucking you sell out. Man, we do all this shit for you, nigga. How we do all this shit for you, nigga. <laughs> Real shit, man. Black people, right. Why? Because uh-huh. we are a passionate, emotional people. All it takes is for you to do one thing against the grain, and you're 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 no longer one of us. Yeah. So I don't know why this guy is so passionate about playing football. If his stance is his stance, All right? I don't. I don't. That's get it. still an unanswered question. And also, it ain't like the nigga fixed nothing with his protest. He just only thing that happened was that Jay Z partnered with the NFL, and he possibly. Might be getting a job again. But <laughs> as far as other worldly issues, everything is exactly the fucking same. But that there was, ain't no type of but new that was, reform bills but that was my thing out or nothing. That, that was my thing. Like, a football player kneeling because of police brutality is cool, but that's not going to change nothing because it's deep-rooted. The police was formed to capture Negroes. Right. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Like, ain't nothing going to change. You know how many black police officers join the force and want to change for within? Right. Don't happen. They was raising money. He got like a foundation. They was raising money with the for what to do what? I don't know. There's a lot of foundations. I don't be knowing when they be doing with the money. Uh, It it went somewhere for a good cause, but that don't affect the police. This is what I'm trying to say. You can go put a bunch of money into a program and say, here go, here go some money for the kids, for the foundation, build them a bigger school. Build them a bigger Hire playground. Some black people and internal affairs officers. How about that? It's just shit like that. It's always going to start with us voting um, on the smaller elections and not focusing right. on the president. Um, but you know, just focus on who we are electing into office um, inside your own municipalities. Absolutely. So with that, be hey, did we lose our black car yet? No. Are we still black? No. I don't black know. Is fun. I don't know. But let's keep it going, man. Harriet Tubman. Um, Harriet Tubman, there's a movie. No, there was a movie that just dropped, Harriet Tubman movie. And producers wanted a white woman to play Harriet Tubman. Uh, Julia Roberts, I believe. I don't think Julia Roberts would have did it. I think she's got class and integrity. I think they might have asked her. But, uh, Hold on, nigga. <laughs> oh, you ain't hear about that? Yeah, I heard about this shit, but I forgot we was talking about that today. Yeah, Julia Roberts... Or some white woman that was going to get to play uh, Harriet Tubman because producers said it was a long time ago and no one would know the difference. For those of you who do not know who Harriet Tubman... Who's the producer? I don't know. It was anonymous. Hey, yo, hold on. He Are we really about to explain who Harriet Tubman is? You might have to. A lot of people might not know who she is. I don't know. Oh, my God. I mean, if you don't know who Harriet Tubman is, turn this shit off right now. I don't who, want you to listen to the world of our shits. What are they teaching in school these days? We don't know that. I don't know. I don't know. What's our demographic? Males, twenty to fifty something, like twenty five to fifty five. Oh, all them niggas should know who Harriet Tubman is. <laughs> Every last fucking one of them. Well, according to uh, certain producers, nobody would know the difference. Well, do we got Whether this nigga's name? We don't. I don't. Mm. I definitely would love to know his name though, because he definitely needs to be fired. So basically, we just gotta look through the list of producers for this movie. Wasn't Harriet? Yeah. 
right. It's got to be like maybe like four tops. Well, you passionate about that. You're going to find this I'm nigga f- name. I'm going to figure out which one of these motherfuckers <laughs> it was. But for those who don't know who Harriet Tubman was, she was an American political activist born into slavery. Tubman escaped and made some 13 missions to rescue approximately 70 enslaved people, including family and friends, using the network of anti-slavery activists and safe houses known as the Underground Railroad. The big issue about this is they actually wanted a white woman to play this so they can show today's people that white people weren't so bad back in the day, you know? I think that's kind of where it stems down from. Like, they want us to believe that Abraham Lincoln and a white woman saved slavery because white people don't want to be blamed for this slavery is, right. and now they and now even though this is true the narrative is changing well black people y'all sold black people to white people so like i said like the, the narrative is changing so when i got explained to you who harriet tubman is i'm okay with that because i know that the narrative is changing and it's up to people like us you know other other shows other networks and things of that nature just to keep what's alive because you see what they're doing Nobody would know the difference. Yes, we will. My that nigga. shows how out of touch that guy was. I want to know. It, it, so I'm thinking about what this director's or the writer's vision was for this film. Right? When you talk about Harriet Tubman, they're doing a movie on Harriet Tubman. There's only one vision for this, for this fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? Is how she got in and out of these motherfuckers' uh, slave camps and got these people free. How do you... The, how do you come to your mind to depict that image with a white woman? Because. And, and exactly. I was just backing up your point. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yo you, it's only one reason a motherfucker would want to take a black woman out and put a white woman in there. And that's just to, and that's just to make it look Change like it's it something that it wasn't. Like That shit just don't make no sense. And mm-hmm. it's dumb as hell. Nobody would know. Motherfucker, if I look on, if I was to see a motherfucking trailer uh, just this white woman Just you know Trailers never start off Telling you what's going on There's like some A little bit of action At the beginning You won't know see this white, I wouldn't know What the fuck is going on Until we seen this shit The title Harriet Harriet who Harriet <laughs> Harriet who Get the fuck out of here It'll start off With some shit This little the white woman Running through the Fucking bushes or whatever Looking real you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Running away and like she looking back. You like, oh shit, what's going on? Where's this white lady going? And then there's <laughs> motherfuckers with good. torches. It's, yeah, this shit look good. <laughs> there's motherfuckers with torches and horses running. Hey, I think she went that way. It's dogs barking. And she, oh, you hear her breath and breathing. And then, I just got a couple more miles to go. <laughs> like, yo, on a, inspired by true events. Like, <laughs> Harriet. Because you know that's all they're going to do. As long as you put inspired by true events, right? you can put anything inspired in Inspired by true events. The story of an African-American woman who no, saved No, 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 no. The story of a white woman who, <laughs> who, saved, saved, her who people. saved black people oh because she God. loved them so much. No, man. Yeah, we definitely not doing man. that. If that, you know, you're a sick motherfucker, man. Mm-hmm. He's a dirty mm-hmm. motherfucker. And then they tried to compare it with, well, why can't Harriet be white if Ariel from The Little Mermaid is, because they're re- recreating The Little Mermaid and it's going to be oh. by a woman of color. Oh, oh, maybe because Harriet Tubman was a real fucking person and that fucking cartoon is fictional. It could be fucking anyone and drawn any type of way. Absolutely. Nobody asked them to recreate the Little Mermaid and change who she was. It's the original uh, uh, box office or the, uh, uh, what's that shit called? The original, um, 
studio. Yeah. That's re, uh, redoing it, right? Yeah. So what it's, the fuck? it's Let's... still Disney. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the fact that I can put on a Disney movie or a movie period with a black princess or a queen or some type of royalty. You know, don't get me wrong. But create an original movie. I don't care that a mermaid is black. I don't right. think nobody should care that a mermaid is black. Just, you know, make it fair. Create the narrative that a woman wants to find love with whoever, a prince or whatever. I don't care about the narrative. But you know what? Make a black movie, make a Spanish movie, make an Asian movie. You can, we can, there's enough creativity right. to make original content. Right. You don't have to go back. So for those that are saying, oh, but Ariel can be black, fam, we don't care. We really don't give the a Ariel shit. is black. Y'all can have her back if y'all want. Because what we're not going to do is trade Harriet Tubman for Ariel the Little Mermaid. That's no. not what we're doing it's, on draft it's not, night. It's not a fair trade, no. Definitely not. I reject not. that trade, and I also make a notion to the league to remove this motherfucker from office <laughs> for attempting <laughs> to sell me this bullshit. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Facts. No. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy, man. This motherfucker just want to switch shit up unnecessarily. Absolutely. I ain't watching Little Mermaid either way, to be honest with you. Black or white. I'm, yeah. that's, I'm past that. I think the Little Mermaid had like some controversy with it. That's not my type of movie, but I think like she was like a young-ass little girl. Oh, yeah? Something like that. But you know Disney be on their little she nasty, be, pervert so, so stuff So she was Mermaid thought. No, I don't know. I she don't, was Mermaid thought. I don't watch Little Mermaid. I'm just hearing things that people are saying. That I think she was like a six, She was like an underage little girl trying to find love, marry. I don't know. Speaking I don't know. Of, speaking of Disney... Disney Plus, I think it's a tad bit overrated. For me, it's not. It ain't shit on there but cartoons. I know. I don't watch fucking cartoons. They're working on original content, but like I said last week, it's dope for me because the movies that they do that have on there, they kind of like upscaled it to Adobe Vision, so it looks good on my TV. If you don't have, if you don't have a Vision TV, it's gonna look like regular degular. But boy, oh boy, I don't give a fuck about. The picture so much it, as too. I care about but the I quality do. of what I'm watching. But I do. I want to watch original good content or something that's going to keep me entertained. Listen, I got. I'm uh, not watching X Men cartoons. I got the soundboard. I got the soundboard and I got the woofer, and I got a Adobe Vision television. So I'll just be watching Captain Marvel just to watch the colors and explosions. That's just me. That's what I'm into. I mean, I, I like that too, but I'm not going. I'm not going to watch Marvel movies all fucking day either. I did watch Avatar though. That was a good movie. I gotta watch that. I gotta get back into that. That was a good movie. I enjoyed Avatar. I mean, I seen it before. I saw it when it was in theaters, but I hadn't seen it since then. So when I seen it, it was on Disney, but it's not. It's not a whole bunch of stuff for what I like to watch on Disney. So maybe I seen the lineup of original content that they got coming out and the release dates and such. So hopefully that stuff would be good. But as of right now, the standard, the prototype, eh, it's all right. I did watch Aladdin, though. Another Arabian night. And for a movie that was created in 1992, Arabian it looks amazing. They actually upscaled it. Like Arabian day. You done? <laughs> Charles Barkley is in the news again. And this time he's apologizing for Christmas telling Krispy Kreme donuts. He's apologizing for telling a female reporter, I don't hit women, but if I did, I would hit you. Later on, he apologized for saying that it was a joke that didn't come out the right way. He's sorry. But I think that we should do a let's revisit some of the quote unquote jokes that Charles Barkley have said, mostly about women, if not all. 
like the heroin, well, here they go. Charles Barkley once said, this is a game that if you lose, you go home and you beat your wife and kids. Did sure. you see my wife jumping up and down at the end of the game? Question mark. That's because she knew I was going to beat her. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Charles Barkley also once said, I don't hit. No, that's the one. Charles Barkley also once said. Charles Barkley had a little bit of history of this kind of stuff in 1997. He also once said, I hope that they don't have women officials. It's the principle of the thing. I wouldn't want a man doing a WNBA game. That sounds recently if you're talking WNBA. Trying to find some more things that Charles Barkley might have said. Charles Barkley. So at the end of the day, it goes on and on about Charles Barkley making inappropriate jokes with women. The crazy thing is I can actually see him trying to think those were funny. Like I can honestly see Charles Barkley in his head thinking. Let me see them again. Let me see them. And Charles Barkley's head thinking, man, I'm going to kill him with these jokes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to slam him. I can see him thinking that they were hilarious. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm going to play the devil's advocate. I don't really have a problem with what he said. With what? About, I don't hit women, but if I did, I'd hit you. I don't know what he said to her to make it say that, but. I mean, I wanted to slap a bitch or two in my lifetime, but I didn't. I didn't necessarily express it to her, but she knew. Man, if you was, if I was a girl, I slap the shit out you. And man, if you was a dude, I whip your ass. Right, that's stuff. That's stuff that people say. But in, in today's social, a social sensitive times, and you can dig up stuff on Charles Barkley. It kind of makes him, you know, associated with the history mm-hmm. of wanting to, you know, downgrade women. I'm gonna beat you when I get home. Salos. Hey, that's that's not a joke. Yeah, that's like, why, I why would you joke that and beat the kids? Oh, this is a WNBA game. I, I hope no. And it's basketball game. I hope we don't got no female officials. Why not? There's female officials in the game now. Mm-hmm. And I don't hear them dictating or the game is ruined because there are women officials. Wasn't somebody recently complaining about a female official in the last few years in the NBA? Chris Paul. Was it Chris Paul? It's Chris Paul. I, th- I do think they'd see... I, th- I do think that... A woman ref would call the game slightly different um, just based on the physicality because they aren't as physical as men. So a, a man ref would, might see it like that's just regular bumping. Yeah, like they're just bumping each other. That's regular. But a woman ref might say it like, yo, he intentionally threw himself at him or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I can see that being a little bit of a discrepancy that plays into that difference that might make it frustrating for the players in that sense and also on the official. So do you think that men are always going to equivalent emotion towards women? It's like you you guys aren't going to ever see it the way we see it because, you know. That's all I read from women all day on Twitter. What? <laughs> A whole bunch of shit that we won't see the way that they do. And different categories. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not taking up for Charles Barkley in, in a sense at all um, in regards to beating his kids and wife after losing the game. That's super OD. But just that statement that he made, I wouldn't have said it myself. I probably would have just walked away from her and shit. But, I mean, it's, he didn't do it. Well, my he, thing, he's never, at least I don't know him being accused of assaulting his wife and kids. Right. So, that's why I'm like, it's a joke, but it's a trash joke. It's a, definitely a trash because joke. Because he hasn't Unless his wife like getting beat or something. I don't know. Maybe that's their thing. I don't know. But if 
That was, was it like 30, 30 years in the public eye for Charles Barkley, if not more? I know right. he's gotten into some incidents, but not never being a domestic not violence domestic. one. Right. So when he makes these, um, you know, sexual um, references, probably, it's kind of like... He, it's probably either really his life and he's good at getting away with it, or he just is a terrible comedian. <laughs> I think he's a terrible comedian. Um, you know, but Charles Barkley has always been like a, like an Uncle Ruckus to the community and I think you think so or is just he another example of not 100% always agreeing with the popular black people opinion Um, I think Charles Barkley has an issue with like Charles Barkley could be one of those people to where we've heard you talk so long that is every time you get on TV he loves to tell you that his favorite basketball player is like Ginobili like he he loves to tell you that his favorite basketball player is European or from another country. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes down to the black players, he kind of digs at them in a sense. Like if you watch TNT, I'm I'm telling you, he'll tell you he'll he'll praise white players, white players, you know, players from you know different countries and all of that. But when it comes down to the brothers, it's it's the jokes. You know what I'm saying? Well, Kobe, Kobe Bryant, forty point, fifty point. Uh, uh, Chris Pacrine doing us, <laughs> <laughs> but that's but that's just me, right? I and I think that even having this episode and finishing it off, finishing it off with Charles Barkley, somebody who just wants to do his job like Stephen A. Smith. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we don't know what these people do for us behind closed doors. I think I think the the Coonan scale would sl- would side in Barkley's favor more so in Stephen A.'s favor. Because I don't think Stephen A's a coon at all. I don't think he is. I think he just, you know, does his job. I think he does his job, and I think he also owes a... I think he has a respect for the ESPN office so that he won't say anything that would come off as disrespectful to his colleagues in his workplace, but he also stands his ground firmly for whatever the topic topic is in regards to African American. He got suspended not too long ago for saying something to a woman. And I don't think that he thought was that bad, but she didn't like it, went to the offices and he got suspended. What she said? What did he say? Well I don't remember what it um let me Google it. Stephen Who's A. Smith. White girl, white Stephen girl. A. Smith got suspended. But I also want to talk about Stephen A. Smith you know, getting that raise he just got. So, he's of got course, oh, yeah, he's, rolling in dough. he's the highest paid um, analyst on um, ESPN. I mean, I think that's rightfully so. Right, but when your job comes through for you, you want to come through for them. It's kind of like the uh, Ray Lewis Baltimore Ravens thing. It was uh-huh. like, yo, if we come for you, we help you out. You know, we take care of you. You know, right? Okay. Look out for us in the long run. So I don't really think Stephen A. Smith has any type of cool traits. I just think that he's doing his job and he loves his employer. There's nothing wrong with that. I just think that with Charles Barkley and like he's he's ignorant all around. Yeah. Like I don't think he has a thing for women. I think he has a thing for people. Because even this lady he was talking to, she was kind of like she was a woman of color, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know for Charles Barkley to have any type of animosity towards you know white people. He loves. White people. No disrespect to this man's family, but I think his wife is white. Let's see. He's from right now. He's, he's from, from Alabama, man. He's right. He's from a real racist red Greenville, state. Alabama. <laughs> so I think that plays a part into it. Like where you from, the people you're around, the hands you know, shake. It came up before I even typed it. Ew. <laughs> no, no judging. Holy no judging. That's a whole lot of that. Oh my God. Let me see. This was a little like a soccer cleat. <laughs> well, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. 
Well, this was white as snow. <laughs> he happy as hell, too. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This nigga Uncle Ruck is for real. And sometimes if you date outside your race, that's not saying that you don't like your own, but it does, you know, it says something. It does. To me, it, it says something. Y'all can, ain't want me when I was broke living at that trailer park before I made it to the lake. Hell no. We got to get over that as men, <laughs> though. Nigga, that ain't, they didn't want you either. What the fuck you talking about? We got to get over that as men, though. Oh, you ain't want me. Nah, nigga, you, what you could you do for you me? You was busted. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What I want with you? <laughs> but more power to them. <laughs> but Charles Barkley cut out with the jokes, fam. They trash. No, it depends, though. It depends on how it went down. Like If she lets you down with respect, she might be able to come back. But if she disrespected you, then nah, I don't give a fuck. Well, that's you. can't you. come back. Well, that, that just depends on the type of... It just depends on where we're at Get in the world. Get your dusted ass away from me, nigga. You'll never be able to fuck with me. <laughs> Ten what are you years? talking about? I'm just saying, in regards to having that come up. Oh, oh, the, oh, the come up. I thought yeah. you were talking about the girl that um he said... um. That he'd punch if he no 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 no. I was just talking in the instance of sometimes when you um I forgot my point. We were just talking about dating the come up. Yeah, and when you back then sometimes they people want me. Now right, I'm hot. But sometimes they sometimes they can come back. Sometimes they can't. But if she disrespected you, then no. Like ten years later, after she cursed you out for trying to highlight her, she like, well, I always knew he was gonna be successful. I bet you ain't it happens, shit. man. It it happens. What? But don't we do That's that as unacceptable. men? That's but unacceptable. But, but don't we do that as men? What do you mean? A few years down the line, old girl done grew into her body. And we like, God damn, I ain't know he was going to turn out like this. That's different, man. Ow. That's different. Yo, if if you t- if you naturally mature as opposed to me fixing my life to be living a certain way, then that ain't, that ain't the same thing. You just filled out. It's a come up, though. You was ugly. Just straight up. You was ugly. But, but now you're not. But women and but men. But men don't really... Niggas be looking the same through life. Like, niggas don't be having this miraculous go up. Not that I can see. Niggas, man, niggas be who they are the whole time. Women might dress different, women, wear a different hat. Women aren't really going after the looks, though. It's all about what you can bring to the table. Now, really. now as adults, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's why it's different. Like, you're not getting the girls because you look better. No, because you put yourself in a better position. Like, you're, you're a go-getter. Right. Women, on the other hand, when we look at a woman and she look like a certain way, we like, nah, I don't want that. But then she grows into her full potential. Now, we looking like, damn. But she still might not be shit. <laughs> we don't care about that. I'm saying. Nah, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I do. I do. What the fuck? Like, she might, she can look good, but then she bringing you the fuck down. No, bitch, get the fuck out of here. There's still a and process. And now you trying to fucking leech off me because... I'm popping. My life is good. No, 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 no. You got to stop taking that too you personal, can't. man. It's, it's life. Man, I ain't no fucking it's life. life. We all do bitch, it. You made, no, bitch, you made your choice. We all do it. And the thing and is- And if you dumb enough to let a nigga back in after he played you, well, that's on you. Yeah, men do it all the time because you let them. Mm-hmm. That's I on guess. you. We got any uh, fresher fiascos? I did. I ain't seen you none. Damn. I think it was uh, Little Nas X. Yeah. Let's get into it. Fresher fiasco. Little Nas X being nominated for a Grammy for Album of the Year. Fucking fiasco. <laughs> you shit me? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fiasco, bro. There's no way that this nigga should be nominated for a Grammy for Album of the Year. That's a fact. I'm- I can name a couple other people who should be nominated for Album of the Year, Grammy-wise, but it shouldn't be him. Single of the Year, yes, absolutely. All fucking seven of the same goddamn song. Which is probably all his album consisted of was just the same old Town Road songs with remixes fucking two through six. That's a seven track fucking EP, <laughs> and that's what's nominated for a Grammy. Definitely, I'm gonna go fiasco. Um, 
usually when it comes to Grammys, I don't be knowing these albums anyway. So when they say, hey, this person won album of the year, I take their word for it. Because normally, usually, I haven't heard a single or nothing from them anyway. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like somebody like an R&B artist or a rapper, which I can't recall the last rapper won album of the year. I can't. I don't remember that. Um, but a singer, like say, like Beyonce might have one. Lauren Hill has one. I remember you, the big we, upset. Fucking Macklemore won album of the year. Over but it was it hip hop, not album. Jesus. This is album. Like this is all the categories right. we want. True. I true, think true. Macklemore might might have won rap album. It still was a travesty. Well, because we did, we wasn't really listening to Mac. We heard because Kendrick. everybody was listening to Kendrick. That's why. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> the fact we didn't have time to listen That's to that fact. bullshit. But if Beyonce was to have one album of the year, we would have heard enough on it to be like. I get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Personally, after Old Town Road fizzled out, I didn't hear nothing else from him. Not a second single, not a nothing. No features? Well, nothing. <laughs> shout out to Billy Ray. <laughs> and it didn't get popping until Billy Ray did hop on it. So, so I'm going to go fiasco just because I know what they're doing. They're just jumping on the wave. They want to get ratings. They want the um, you know, the black kid from wherever he's from to come out of nowhere and win it all. It was kind of like that Black Panther thing at the Oscars. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, oh man, will 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 this black movie run the table? And it made right. everybody watch just to see how many awards a Marvel movie, you know, a black movie could uh, get. And mm-hmm. I get it. It is what it is, but it's a fiasco that he gets nominated for album of the year because we can name so many more. But side note, this isn't one of them, but you see um, Nipsey Hussle was nominated for a few um, Grammys. Yeah. And even though it might be deserved, I just don't want them to be, once again, don't do this because he passed. That's the same way they, the right. they did so that, That's why. Although he got, Victory Lap was nominated for album of the year in 2018. So what is he nominated 17. now for? What is he nominated I now? think it's, it's like... Song of the year Something like what that What song? A Racks in the Middle It probably was Because you gotta think Like when he passed His streaming shit was like Everybody was playing this shit For a couple of months So his streaming numbers Probably went through the roof Which probably got him back On some billboard charts Which got him Some recognition in that regard So that's how I'm thinking Some shit like that happened I just hate the whole process of this. I hate it all. Right. Just, I don't want it to look like a gimme, though. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Just because he, just because he passed. Just like the white man. But says, I do think he would have been. I think if he would have still been working, I think he would have put himself in a position to further those records to get them some national acclaim in that regard. Just like the white man said, nobody would know the difference between his aerial thing. I think there's just white people sitting in the office. It's like, man, Nipsey, didn't he just die? Let's put him in. Mm, probably and shit. Fresh a fiasco, man. Carmelo Anthony back in the NBA. It's fresh that Melo is back in the league because he should have been back in the league. I don't know what the fuck Portland was waiting for. Anybody. Like, or um, anybody. I don't I don't know why now was the opportune time. We had a whole free agency process. I don't know who the fuck y'all thought y'all was gonna get. <laughs> but uh y'all y'all looking very mediocre at this point of the season. Nobody's counting on the Blazers to do much of anything currently. So hopefully when Y'all start to gel more as a team, and Melo was a part of that that gelling situation with Damian Lillard as well as CJ McCullough, and you know they go and get some chemistry and get and get a fluent fluent team going and get some some W's on their record. But for right now, it's not looking good for none of them. So uh, Melo's back. He's you know played a couple games, looking pretty decent. Ain't nothing spectacular, but put a couple points on the board. Still able to play the game. So. 
He wouldn't have had all that time off. Who knows? He'd probably be putting up better numbers right now. I still don't think he would put better numbers up. I mean, people got to understand, LeBron James is a freak of nature. He's the only really one from is. that class playing like he's playing. Yes, he really uh, D-Wade retired, Bosh retired. Anybody that was from that class either's gone or, they, or, or they're not playing. Right. So Melo giving you what he's giving you, I think that— That's a good point, actually. Yeah, I think LeBron is the only one yeah, he really playing is. at this level. So— Mellow playing at all probably from 2017, <laughs> 2003. 2003. Yeah. Um, so Mellow, he's, he's been quite healthy his whole career. But the thing about what Mellow was, this is what people don't know, and I got some inside sources. When he got traded- Who, you talk to Woj? Fuck Woj. <laughs> Shout out to Woj, though. But my thing is, well, from, from what I heard, when he got traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder, which is a small basketball franchise, they asked Mellow to take- a pay cut in a way to rearrange his contract, and he said no. And that kind of put OKC in a luxury tax they didn't want to be in. Mm-hmm. So then they said, okay, Melo, we're going to either cut him or trade him. Then he got, he wound up on, you know, he got traded, and he wound up on Houston. And um, they basically blamed Melo for whatever Houston was going through in the first five games. Mm-hmm. Don't even know. But basically what they were saying was he had pissed off some owners because he didn't want to play ball with them financially. This all really started with the Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be Wade, Brown, and Melo. Melo mm-hmm. did not want to take a shorter contract and less money. And ever since then, he's been maxing out his contract to where other players have been renegotiating contracts, you know, helping out the franchises. Melo, so Melo left a bad taste in owner's mouth and they all blackballed him together. Oh, he never wanted to play ball. He never wanted to play financial ball. So right. even when they, so even though, basically Melo made $40 million last year and didn't play. Mm-hmm. So you were costing the NBA, you're costing the team owners money and all you had to do was move money around. He didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to come off the bench and he didn't want to take pay cuts. And if you remember <clears throat> his Stephen A. Smith uh, interview, mm-hmm. he said from where he come from, Taking less money was never part of the deal. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't thinking like what, what LeBron and Wade did was ahead of the time. Right. Melo said in that interview, he didn't think that that was the thing to do because where I'm from, you don't take less money. I want all my money. Right. So that just started a bad wave with Melo and his relationship with uh, owners. I can, I can see that. Then. Even with the Knicks, right. Phil Jackson blames him, right? Because, okay, I yep. want to get traded, but I'm not removing my, my trade clause. Right. Yeah. So, Melo has been shitting, not knowingly. All, all his organizations. Not knowingly, though. Because yeah. if I got a no trade clause, ain't that what it's for? That's exactly what it's for. But because he wouldn't waive it. Now I'm you, a bad guy. Now you put the Knicks in a bad situation. Right. Now you put the Thunder in a bad situation. They was all, but they was already in bad situations. Well, what they're and saying it, was Phil Jackson had multiple trades lined up. Mm-hmm. And all Melo had to do was get a thumbs up and he wouldn't do it. So other team owners saw that and they all just band together with just like, we ain't gonna fuck with him, mm. and now I think you do got to be a little flexible on the way you do business, though. Melo got to take responsibility on that. Yeah, you got to be flexible on the way you do business. It's kind of a I scratch your back, you scratch mine kind yeah. of thing. You know what I'm saying? So, but I get it though. Let's fucking I want all my bread. You, like like D Wade never received the max contract. Never. This is what people don't understand. Like D Wade never got a max contract from the Heat. He always played ball with him. Mm-hmm. So in return, now you get an extended career. Right. Now you get a piece of the franchise probably. Now like you're always going to be a part when you play ball right. with the franchise. But if you right. want some give me my money, I don't right. care. It leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. Um, so with that being said, it wasn't about 
Joe Johnson. It wasn't mm-hmm. about all these other players getting shots and Melo just not being better than them. It was the owners have an issue. Why with not taking a risk? Now, why he's back in? It's because Portland Trailblazers are, are in a bad situation, Dang. and they got to deal with him to where is the point. Basically, that and that plays into everything you were saying. He, you're not guaranteed this money until after January something, January seventh. Mm-hmm. If he gets cut before January seventh, you're not guaranteed the deal. But if he's on the roster after that point. Then he is is it becomes a guaranteed one year deal or some shit like that. Yeah, Dame Lillard requested him in the beginning of the season, but they said no. But they're doing so bad that they need something. And like you said, it's a no risk because we ain't right. got to do nothing. We'll, we'll just cut you. And I just want Melo to play it safe because they're already writing bad articles about him. Every article Two you games. read, they say he's a ball hog. This nigga dropped sixteen points. Right? How is <laughs> How's he a ball, ball hog? <laughs> but but. But then, after the first game, I'm on Facebook. I'm seeing niggas sad. My metal fucking trash. I'm like, yo, it was one game. One game. <laughs> now, now, Dame Lillard hasn't played. I think he played last night, but Dame Lillard hasn't been playing. You need somebody to pick up the slack for the right. offense. Right. So, Melo getting 16 is a ball hog. Right. Like the the Litter is there, and he gives you 32, and Litter and and McCollum gives you. 25, mellow 16 don't look bad at that point. It don't look bad at all. Right. And uh, and once again, 16 points from a 15-year vet? It's pretty damn good. That's pretty good. It's pretty damn this good. Is people, people need to stop looking at LeBron and understand that 2003 it was a long to 2019, yeah, that's, that's a long time. Years. That's crazy. That's yeah. a long time, man. He is really a freak of nature. Yes, he is. And we won in a chip this year. Let's go. The Clippers look good, too. I got to fuck them, nigga. What? Fuck them Clippers, nigga. Watch them out. You see the colors I got on, nigga? You got fuckers you doing? Yes, I do. Can I please be blessed by the smooth sounds of JJ Icefish, please? Fuck is you Yes, sir. Fuck is you Yo, I saw one meme that said, I'm going to tell my kids this was Chris Brown. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's funny as hell. This week's Fuck Is You Doing presented by your boy Fresco of the podcast. Brothers, on episode 161 is dedicated to Omarion. Yep. Yep. Mr. Omarion. Entourage. Oh, all that shit. B2K, nigga, all of that. Um, as you know, a lot of shit has been said about Omarion's baby's mom and his ex-bandmate or friend, I don't know, uh, Lil Fizz, you know what I'm saying, doing a thing and linking up. Omarion did an interview with, with Vlad and... Of course, fucking Vlad. I don't know why niggas still doing Vlad interviews anyway. But anyway, he hooked up with Vlad and Vlad asked him. He was like, yo, how does that make you feel? You know what I'm saying? Or, or whatever, whatever. And he said it didn't make him feel anyway, but he feels like they need to change the narrative. And I think he's fucking lying. Now, I do think they need to change the narrative, of course. If y'all are supposed to be happy, all right, whatever, be happy. But... Leave my name out of it. Like, what the? I, I didn't, I'm not commenting on y'all. Y'all really shouldn't be commenting on me. Like, I don't understand how my name is being brought up on TV and radio interviews when I haven't said anything about none of y'all shit until now. But it had to be a point where that was a problem. 
or an eyebrow was raised. And I think he actually should have said it. He kind of repeated himself. He looked like he was either like stoned a little bit or he got some dirt on them niggas that he had for a long time. Or maybe he did some shit to them that he deserves this. I don't know. But it looked like the nigga wanted to say a little bit more than what he did. And I think he should have said it. I think he should have said it. You know what? That shit did fuck me up at first. I wasn't really feeling that. But then I sat back and thought about it. I got my kids. They're beautiful. And I'm just happy with that. But you ain't going to sit here and act like he wasn't mad at all. Now, one time, I ain't fucking buying it. How many niggas is going to sit there like that with no problem? You want to choke the nigga. At least think about punching him in the face or giving him a nice gut shot. I mean, ain't that just like basic nigga reaction or instinct? I don't know, man. It's great to have a cool head and all, but I don't think niggas is that cool. <laughs> and although Omarion only like 5'4", I still think he wanted to get that nigga a chippy. I really do. And I think he should have said it. So for not actually being honest with how you dealt with the initial situation, that's what he should have asked him. When you first found out that they was fucking around, how did you feel? He was just more so generalized the overall Scenario like Well if they're happy They're happy Yeah you feel like that now But nigga When you first heard He was hitting that Ain't no way You thinking If your kids is in the house Bitch when this shit start When we was on tour <laughs> Well what's happening You know what I'm saying So Mario you gotta be more for it And be more honest Cause you probably sent her Text messages Right after this shit Cursing her the fuck out I can't believe you You dirty bitch Like this is what niggas do man It's just This is how the shit go down So Mario I want to know what the fuck you doing, bro. You got to be straight up honest about that. Fuck that. It might boost the album sales for your next single. I'll use that shit to boost my next single. Miss. I might be my fuck my homies. Mario is living his lyrics, man. Icebox where my heart used to be. I wonder if that song was about her back then. I don't think she was around. That's Who knows? Super duper. That was but, a it, but, it, but it does suck. Because I think Mario is still a young boy. So... For that song to be like 10 years old And you be right. early 20s To have a <laughs> Yeah I'm retired How old are you? 29 <laughs> Damn I'm, I'm done I'm done with love How old are you? 26 Like damn, damn You ain't even live yet <laughs> But that's what happens When you take little kids Out on the road And they right. thinking they in love At like 19 By the time they get 25 They well, burnt man, out I'm over that shit man Nigga I'm 36 Might as well be But nah man That shit All of that shit Is really really corny though All that fizz April That bitch is loopy but yeah, but he's probably happy to be up to fuck about it there. It, it's all for TV though. I think you know with the B2K split, and I don't know what kind of, kind of money Fizz is getting in April. She doesn't seem like she has any talent. I could be wrong, but the <laughs> love, I think you're right. But the love, but the love in hip hop wave is the wave. It's the way to go. It's so, all about storylines. Yeah, it's, it's all about that. So I kind of get that. Omarion is like have y'all show, but if y'all take me out of it, y'all got nothing. Because right. it's, it's all about People talk about Amarion Just as much as they talk about them My thing is And Amarion ain't doing nothing on TV or Are they even shit. happy? Are they even like What are they doing? But it's right. just Y'all making money off my name They like probably fan. sitting in bed Thinking of ways That they can twist the narrative To keep the shit fresh that, and that, and <laughs> They that probably texting each other Like oh you know what we should do For the show next season? We should we should go over to his house mm -hmm. And say we did a sit down But he neglected it <laughs> And I always stand by Scheming. this you're B2K. Thousands, if not millions, of women scream your name. Because of Amarion. No, I'm just saying. Oh, wow. Fizz well, has true. his own uh, 
team of groupies probably like women who would just do anything for him and you go and you date somebody that I can never understand that yeah. even though he's not the only one that does it a lot of these artists share women all the time and it's like your fam there's so many women in the world and with that being said I want to know did the podcast brothers lose their black card today did you not agree I don't think so did you not agree with what we talked about and I'm black and I'm black and I'm black y'all <sighs> Stay tuned for more podcast debates. Same podcast, brothers. Time, same podcast, time and channel. And we'll be back next week, and hopefully we're still black. I'm black always enough. gonna be black. Go Lakers, fourteen and two, baby. NBA championship on the way. Some black, y'all. And I'm black and black and I'm black y'all and I'm black y'all and I'm black y'all and I'm black and black and I'm black y'all I'm black